<sighs> All right, shall we, guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, both compressed and, and decompressed. I'm both humid and dehumidified, so I'm right. completely ready. Let's start sucking. Let's start fucking. <laughs> you know, give me a chance. All right. <laughs> Michelle said, give me a chance. All right. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Do you guys want to introduce one or one of you? Does do the introduction. You both are charming enough. All right. Um, who's going to do it? Um, I'll do it. Go for it, pal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of your very favorite podcast, The Dirty Stayouts, colon, Taco the Town. I'm one-third yeah, 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 yeah. of your hosts, Ryan Arnold, and to my left are two of my very good friends, Michelle and Matt. You guys, how's it going this week? Great, Ryan. Cowabunga, man. Yeah, totally radical. Good yeah, we got the summer rays coming in. I'm just out here in my fucking swimming trunks, just really uh, just sipping a nice, nice daiquiri, just really uh, enjoying the the sights. You know, man, it's just it's I. It's a, it really is I. Yeah. I'm in the fungalow. Uh, I'm putting out wanted <laughs> ads for the Cabana Boy for the summer. Uh, I don't want to lift a finger. It's just going to be the summer of Michelle this year. That's and what's that's up. It. Mm. Sounds like a fun summer. Whatever. You know, you know what we, you know we got to get for your fungalow is uh, a couple peacocks just kicking around, you know? Yeah. I've seen now, whatever is I this code for something? The no, like bird. Real birds? Well, yeah, well, literally, we need some peacocks, and then I'm going to pluck the feathers, and then Daddy will be peacocking. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like I learned from... Like I learned from the the novel American Pimp. Oh yeah, peacock. So is that peacock? Is that peacock? Or is that that? Or is what? Or is that? I or maybe so. I'm thinking of the game. What am I no. thinking of? Mm, with Michael Douglas. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I didn't know he was talking about the bird, or if that's like what dudes refer to like hot chicks as, or peacocks. No, I think peacocking uh, as a guy refers to when you, because I know this because I do it all the time, is mm. when you dress up in like big gregarious colors and fashions in order to draw all of the attention in any given situation or place to you uh -huh. so that's what's up. in order to uh in order to just bask in it like uh like it's radiation or sunlight or chicken nuggets the way you yeah. boys take the time to explain these things to me, I am forever grateful. Thank you so much. Knowledge is a lot like <laughs> love. It, it, you know, it's made to be given away. Yeah, you can't. Oh you, God. you can't keep what you have unless you give it away. That would be bad though. If like when you told when you told knowledge, then it left you. <laughs> there would be a lot of that would that would cut down on dialogue a lot. A lot of discussion. Like just keep it under your hat, or you just throw out like false information. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know about you guys, but I pe I peacock with my uh, my uh, sparkling personality. Mm. Yeah, and, and I don't. That is winning, Matthew. You you're very dashing. I have to tell you, you are a very Thanks, dashing man. individual with your personality Dang. and all. Thank you, thank you, man. Yeah, you I don't need no purple process. fedora. Nope. <laughs> I don't need I don't need no uh, sm uh, smoking jacket. I'm looking at you, Hugh. <laughs> who's Who's that pimp that wrote that novel? Wasn't there There was a pimp who actually wrote a novel. 
Iceberg Slim. That's like yeah. what we were just talking about. All right. Iceberg Slim, baby. We were just talking about it. I'm like, who's that? Am I really just catching up now? No, we couldn't remember. the. Uh, we left him nameless. I think ah. the title of his book might have been mentioned. Uh, nameless but not hopeless. On my reading list for a while. And I, I know there's a documentary made out of it. I think Ice-T hosts it. Hmm. Nice. Ice nice. T's all about all about that pimp life. Yeah, he is. Do you ever see Ice T's behind the music where at the end it talks about he gets married and he's hanging out with like his dog and kids and he's saying to his children, he's like, uh, everybody in this house is either a pimp or a hoe, right, kids? <laughs> I guess I guess they didn't have uh, child protective services in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, what, it feels like, all right, if I, it seems like the role of a pimp would, uh, is not good for anyone. There's no, it doesn't help because if you're the John, you're getting threatened by a pimp. Mm -hmm. And if you're the, the, the prostitute, you're also being threatened by a pimp. Mm -hmm. And if you're infringing on his business, you're you're in a position where you're going to get threatened. But who's this pimp for? This all this pimp does is 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 uh just like th is he's just uh he just harms. May the, I? May the I? Good answer? vibes. Yeah, but, please. The, so I believe that the role of the the pimp is sort of to uh the uh, keep the the lady from getting ripped off. You know, if a, a John doesn't feel like paying her to keep her safe from mm. somebody that might want to do her harm. Uh, I mean, it's not a perfect situation, obviously, but I think the reason that it exists is because it's such a dangerous line of work that you need some muscle to make sure that you're not getting individually taken advantage of, you know? But then I, I think he takes all or most of the money making it uh, not a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, not, not a good business because here's the thing like, It'd be like if you, when you hire a bodyguard, mm -hmm. if the bodyguard also part of his job was to keep you in line. Can, can, like, can you imagine like hiring an agent, but his job was to periodically take the business end of a cane and just tune you up? Well, it's, a, it's like a sober coach, mm. right? You, you hire Tough them love, yeah. and then they uh, hide, hide your stash or you know, lock you in the bathroom or whatever it is that you need. Who okay guys? Who do you think whose pimp hand is the strongest out of the stabs? Oh, what do you mean? Who so would make the best pimp? Who well, not who would make the best pimp, but who currently has the strongest pimp hand or pimp or? Uh, mean, okay, Michelle, you, you have a question. The pimp hand no. in your heart, or do you mean like your literal slappy slappy? Um. I guess just um, sort of both, like all encompassing. Like when somebody, when when a pimp says he has a strong pimp hand, I feel like a lot of things, like his his power, power of persuasion, his his maybe his personal flex. Like, what does it mean to have a strong? Is it is it just about keeping your, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, stable of hoes in line? And by line, I mean. Uh, 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 just um, have sex for money and then the pimp gets paid. I guess that's what's being in line. Just like, just have some sex and then give me the money. So the and question what you is, can do is not get, you can't, if what I'll allow you to do is not get hit by somebody else, I'll be the one doing that hitting around here, Buster. <laughs> so your question is who would make the best pimp? Yeah. Or like okay. if, assuming that we're pimps already, 
who's Pim Pam? Like, who is because, like, I guess R Ryan has like a family situation, and there is some amount of like he has to keep like his Pim Pam would be like his like the, the paternal role that he plays in like the household. So that could be like a level of strong Pim Pam. Michelle has a cool like cool aesthetics and like uh, like has like a lot of control in her house and has this melt thing and then when and then she'll be like the hot spot in town like like everybody'll be like damn are you going to Mitchie's tonight it'd be like that it'll be like 2021 CBGBs right so it's like that's a pretty strong pimp hand and me I just pretty much control the lives of a bunch of women mm -hmm. what <laughs> well, I mean, my, my pimp hand, like my pimp hand what? is more literally strong oh, I okay. just there's Are a bunch you? of there's like I, there's a lot of women in my life and they're completely under I my think it's, uh, control. I think it's I probably you. I feel like I would be <laughs> a a really terrible pimp. Is this like a sister wife, like a brother sister wives situation, Matt? Do you have like six wives or something like that that we don't know about? Is that what like a yeah? Quit hogging all the wives. Come on, man. <laughs> all these Hilarious. women under his control. You know, I also wanted to say this about myself as the pimp, like something that I really, that in my head, that I wanted to be said, but wasn't said, like, thanks for the aesthetics and that I have a great apartment, but mm -hmm. what y'all don't know is I got a good damn eye for business. Okay. Oh, that's so true. And, Yo, and also, you, uh, and you gotta, kick, you kick hoes to the curb. Uh -huh. Well, the, I don't know. Uh, you're like, you're like, get out of the, you get, scram from this bungalow. I can, I sure in the hell will if I have to. But but yeah. Mich but Michelle is such a like a pleasant person that we we would call her uh, Niceberg Slim. <gasps> I love it. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Don't she's a guys. she's she's a pimp pimp in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. A pimp by any other name. Mm. I I feel like I should come out with an album called Pimp in Sheep's Clothing because that's like. And I know exactly what the album cover would look like. It would be like a dark album cover. And I would have like one of those pajama sets where you put the hood on and it's like an animal. And it would be like a sheep. And I would just be all serious and stuff with like a sh like my hands crossed like this with chef knives. Like, Oh, that's what's up. Picture. Yeah, dude. You're painting a real dope word picture. <laughs> I thought so. I know you guys like the word pictures. And I didn't like, I don't, I don't I know said. what you heard about me, but I'm a, uh, motherfucker, fucking uh, P I M P. Yeah. That, that spells pimp. Sure does. I yeah, wish we're... I had the steel drum for That's you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Some real girls gone wild stuff. That's what I think of when I hear. Oh the steel yeah, drum. yeah, that's kind of true. Because that, yeah, because that at one point in the early two thousands, that commercial. <laughs> was on television after 8 p.m. it was on like a million times on every channel so certainly there were nights where if you wanted to watch tv for an hour or two you would have to watch that girls gone wild commercial like i don't know like a dozen <sighs> times two dozen times and it would start with this real annoying steel drum and then that's very uh, true yeah yeah I couldn't watch those commercials. I always felt so bad for those girls because I'm like, you guys miss your dads. That's why you're here. You really miss your dads. I found See, them I, deep, deeply upsetting, whole... actually. I found them <laughs> deeply upsetting that this was uh, a, a thing. I watched, I because I saw them and I was like, I saw that as an opportunity. Like I could be these girls' dads <laughs> in a, like a sexy way. 
this is the difference between this is why I love how different each of us are. <laughs> well, it almost perfect. Is, was it like if you took the the E Howard Stern show and you just took away all of the funny parts and all the interesting parts and you just were left with like sad uh, teenagers and young women taking <laughs> taking their uh, clothes off for, for sport. Yeah, it was. You, you can't put en- you can't put enough steel drums uh, behind that to not make it a little bit. You know, it stings. It's depressing. Oh my god. Oh. Oh god. But I think that I, guy went to jail though. The girl's gone wild, guy. Oh, he he yeah, certainly he did. did. Yeah. Yes. Joe, whatever his nuts was, whatever his last name. Mangioni. Is that it? Isn't Mangioni? Nice no. Italian boy. Nice Italian last name. No, that's the <laughs> that's uh the guy who's uh dead shot in Justice League. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do one thing I was saying about the the girls, like we were talking about um when we were when we were young, us young boys, um, like the kids today, they have like, it's like sometimes I'm like, man, if imagine if we had just like instant access to all manners of smut and pornography, mm-hmm. it's like, man, they got something, they got, they are so lucky. And then I'm, th- then I'm rethinking, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not so sure they are though, you know? Cause I think there's something like the, the, the amount of the, the, the feats of w- what we had to do to find our pornography we would like and we would have to watch we are literally had to find a way to like run a batch in the living room of the house while like our respective parents and siblings sleep and like you're always having to look down the it's like there's something about like the excitement level of that to really have to 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 pull that maneuver like it felt like a heist it felt like oceans an oceans 11 scenario and then you find one like you find like one FHM magazine, you start a whole fort around the goddamn thing. <laughs> and it's like literally, you literally have like a stand by me fucking like friendship over like <laughs> softcore partial nudity. And the, today it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't think I like, cause I remember like the, at least like the, the boyhood bonding over pornography. Like I can't imagine that that exists anymore since it's such a, like a person, like I, like mm-hmm. I just realized like there's, there's not the thing of like a bunch of young boys getting together and just like looking at magazines and jerking each other off like boys do. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh my Whoa. God. I hey, hate to think that that's there's something. There's nothing wrong that's... with it, Michelle. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you guys all watch porn together. Like young guys watch porn together. I never understood that. Like just legions of teenage boys just sit See, around I don't and watch know, I don't know if they do. I don't, I, I, would imagine they probably don't even do that anymore with how porn, with how readily available because well, they don't have to. an event. They don't yeah, have right, to. They all right. have their it's own uh, things. Yeah. Right, because it used to right. be like, okay, is your is your parents out? It's like there were so many steps that you'd have to do. It'd be like, oh, it's like, yeah, my friend, we, we had literally it started with shoplifting. We'd have to shoplift the pornography. Ooh. So somebody would do that. Then somebody would be like, okay, I got a fort. You can come down to my house. My parents are out. We can look at it here. And it's like, it was like a whole it really took like a lot of different like you'd have yeah you'd have like your your bomb specialist you have like your hacker and it's like you really needed like all <laughs> like the, the key elements and that's how like a great like great little like child gangs like were started and now it's like the, the people are all just like it, like i don't even know how kids like have like motivation to do anything because when i was a kid after i masturbated i didn't even i didn't want to play t-ball no more 
Well, I guess I run. the game changes. I, I run on horniness. <laughs> I feel like also in, in that situation, like in a, in a gang of young guys, like a Sandlot gang or a Little Rascals type gang, yeah. uh, old, older, obviously, that there's, my experience is that there's always one kid who's like, uh, creepy beyond his years, like a, a kid. like. So in my friend group, you know, the the normal thing would be like, oh, let's go to uh, Alex's house, you know, and his dad uh, has some some Playboys in the basement, and we'll right. we'll look at them, and afterwards we'll we'll have some pizza and watch Poltergeist, you know. And then this <laughs> kid who sat at our lunch table with us would say, uh, you know, why don't next week why don't you guys come over to my house and we'll We'll watch some porno movies and jerk each other off, and then and uh, we would be like, "That's," t and he wouldn't get the the difference between what we were already doing, and he'd be like, "No, come on, logical progression, right?" And we'd be like, "No, I don't think it. I don't think it is." And <laughs> come on. A complete I bet, left turn. Yeah, I bet he's been uh, in in the system. Yeah, and, and they just think like what, at the time there. Yeah, there was like that that cool older guy that you're like, yeah, he's got all the access. Maybe he'll give us a little liquor. And then it's not till like 20 years later, you just have a little bit of hindsight memory. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember there was this one guy in my town, and like we we're literally like, like teenagers, and we we're like, we just there was like some gals, and they were just like wear like under. It was like all. It was like at the time I was like, this is a fucking sexy rager. Like this guy will let us just be have like. <laughs> Just be prepubescent and like vaguely naked, and you'd feed us liquor and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And nothing, Whoa. as far as I'm concerned, like as far as I remember, nothing specifically happened in a bad way. I just remember good times. But then, meanwhile, I'm thinking like I remember there was definitely some like teenage girls like sitting on his lap. I'm not sure if that was. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's like a, he's like grown. It's, was, it's still it's still a great memory, but it could have some uh, implications. There was a weird guy in our town, this guy named Tom, who was like uh, 50 years old, and his picture was on the bulletin board at the post office, if you know what I mean. And he had a girlfriend who was like his mom's age, so like an 80-year-old woman who he would oh. sort of walk around with. And oh. from the looks of it, she hated him have you ever seen like age difference aside and the fact that he was definitely a convicted sex offender aside have you ever seen like a couple where one guy will be like ha. and then we went over to uh, jimmy's house wasn't that funny and then the other person will be like oh don't even talk to me you know and so oh, this, just contempt yep so this guy would like follow follow a, a group of teenagers me and like you know three or four other he'd follow us around the bowling alley and he would uh like very desperate like want to be in on the conversation but in a very inorganic way you know oh if you're just see somebody like come into the circle and be like ha, this guy over here right am i right and everybody's just like who are you and he's like ha, look at this guy's shirt can you can you imagine like what a, <laughs> do, you, do you hear what he said over here and uh uh he's he's, he's still around <laughs> watch out watch out for old tom <laughs> what a cool guy but it's like a cool I, guy, of course. If, if, but if you're with enough other people, you know, he seemed like a real uh I, I don't know how threatened I could feel by somebody that I certainly could have taken in a fight even when I was in high school, you know. Mm. But he could have had a knife or some some pepper spray, you know, could have been planning on tying all five of us up, although honestly that would have <laughs> yeah. required a great deal of effort. 
Oh yeah. Hindsight only, is twenty twenty. Especially, I only know like I only know like one knot. I'll be trying to do like the bowling knot on everyone. Mm. I only learned one knot, guys. I guess the moral of the story is, you guys, it is you're never too young to be a dirty old man. Mm-hmm. This is correct. That is a good moral. You know what? I, I don't. I. Mm. Michelle. I'm afraid of growing into being a dirty old person. I have to be honest with you. That's my fear. Is I have to, I'm I'm really trying to be really careful about not growing into the dirty old lady role. And I don't know. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. <laughs> what the fuck? So, you know. Well, I feel like it's a lot harder to not grow into a dirty old man role because I feel like the man physiology is so much more designed to be absolutely disgusting and horrible that I feel like it's more of a it's like uh I hate to use this as a metaphor but it's like you're a wolf trying to be a vegetarian to be a man and try to be a halfway decent human being especially as you get into adulthood and it's a it's an active process you can't just be like I bet I'll be fine today you know <laughs> active process yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I think, that, yeah, I think the, the, the dirty old lady trope is still has like connotations of empowering and like, look at her. She's still a fire. Look at this pistol. She's still a firecracker. And there's, okay. you know, especially with the Samantha sex in the city, even though meanwhile, she was like in her twenties, I guess they could, she was the cougar of the crew. I love how in porno- pornography, okay. anything from 24 up cougar milf. So I wanted to go, I want to go back to the cougar thing because I, I, that takes a lot of confidence. I think it takes a lot of confidence for a woman to like own her sexuality like that. I don't know. I, I know that I'm a sexual person. I, I make jokes all the time about, Ooh, I don't know. Why am I just saying that? No, I didn't mean to just say that. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't out. mean to say it like that. I'm trying to, let me figure out what I'm trying sexual to say here. person here. I'm not, I'm we're just saying, I'm not a nun. Like I'm not like a, I, I Damn, not I'm a like nun. everybody else. That's I have jokes. Up. I do jokes about like, you know, liking fast food instead of, but I'm just saying I'm hot blooded like every other woman out there. Check it. So see. I get the, Damn. I get the desire thing. And now I forget where I was going because now I get all flustered. Because I had Hot a point. And bothered. No, Matt. God. <laughs> no, where I, was I, I, I going? It. No, but Ryan, really, where was I going? Okay, let's, all right, let's backtrack. Let's em- back- empowerment. Uh, Thank you. Cougars. Empowerment. Okay, okay, okay. So here's the thing. And just now I want to go down the Cougar Avenue. This is where I want to go. Thank you. Straight on. Cougar. What now? I feel like a uh, cougar me, is reserved cougar for a woman avenue. who has lived her life and has had children. And we were, I was getting into this debate on an online mic with somebody and uh, they said that you could be a cougar no matter what, it just depends on age. I'm like, well, no, but I feel like if you're old enough, instead of you pass the cougar when you don't have children. And I'm like, I don't have children. So I don't think I could ever qualify as cougardom. And then this person said, are you kidding me? You could totally qualify as a cougar and go get whatever 23 year old guy you wanted. And then I just thought about that, yuck. Like, I think you're I, thinking of a milk, by the way. Yeah. Well, I think I think what I think it is maybe a potential distinction between MILF and Cougar. MILF will be, yeah, the mom I'd like to the mom. Like the fuck. Um, but um Cougar is just like is is just like out there on the prowl, you know? Like I, I think the, the connotation of cougar is a lot more enticing than MILF. Yeah. It's true. It sounds okay. stupid, MILF. So I think Cougar's the way to go. I like that answer. All you, okay. what you no, really need, you just need some like cheetah print, uh, like outfits. <laughs> I've got leopard print sneakers. That's, there there we go. Just a, a leopard. Just a touch. 
I don't know does if anyone it, actually wears. I don't even know what, what is a cheetah. Does a cheetah even look like an out leopard? Yeah, it kind of they're, they're, they're pretty. Okay, similar. fair enough. Yeah. But do people wear ch- cheetah like handbags? Uh, yeah, I think it's le- I, don't, I think it's less common, but probably the same way that we just did. A lot of people catch. probably use them interchangeably. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Because they're the same color, you know, and it, they're both spots, so it's a it's a negligible difference, I think. I want to wear this year. I want to make a conservative effort to wear a lion's mane uh, scarf. Ooh, yeah, that Ooh. would look nice. And then just watch some like MGM movies and be like, huh? Excellent. 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 Speaking of excellent, do you still, are you still in charge of the whole show now, Ryan? I'm, no, definitely okay. not. <laughs> <Back to Michelle. laughs> well, here's what I was going to say, guys. What you uh, got, babe? You know, Ryan, I know you had some enchiladas, but I'm in the mood for a little taco. Let's taco about the week. Let's Shall do it. Talk Let's talk about, about your week. I am first in the rotation, though. That's that's the. You go, boy, <laughs> Ryan. Let's switch it up. We're switching it up all over the damn place. Oh. Let's do you it. You guys, would you be mad? At, I have to. I have to pee. Are you mad? Are you really mad at me? Do you I think am that's okay? Pretty darn steamed. <laughs> pretty darn. Steamed. Michelle, you, like I- you don't have to pee right now. No, but I feel like I might as well try anyways since the... Yeah, no, it's totally... Because I'm going to make a quick confession before you go. When I said I needed to get one last glass of water... Go on. (laughs) You fucking... (laughs) (laughs) You dirty dirty stay out. I had had so many waters already (laughs) right within my reach. So so I'll make it... I'm going to be really snappy. Make it rain. I'm going to be snappy. I'll try to make myself pee. All right, bye-bye. All right, I guess I'm going to walk away and then come back. (laughs) Yeah. Get funky. Get funky. Break dance, Ryan. Break dance. No? I'll I'll spin. So, yeah. So, Ryan, I have to tell you this. You know how I... Untangle, Hello? untangle. Hello? Matthew! Hello? Matthew! Hello? He's got a light on in the car. So, Ryan, whenever I tell you you look like Jake and Jason Sudeikis, it's that specific skit from Saturday Night Live called What Up With That? And uh-huh. he's in the red Adidas suit doing his little dancing. And that's when you remind me of Jason Sudeikis because you wear nice. the little Adidas thing. I, work. I I take it as a compliment every time because I I think uh, Jason Sudeikis is a very handsome man. <laughs> well, he's hilarious. He's fun, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> I just I saw um I saw were the Millers at a drive-in a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Jealous? Where ah I want to go to a that drive-in. Movie. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's okay. Right now, yeah, the only one I've been going pretty much to be perfectly honest, I've been going pretty much weekly for. Damn. The last for like th- for the last three weeks, I, but I have so far the only one that's the closest one open right now is in Connecticut, and not not really the close Connecticut. We're talking like hour and a half Connecticut, so it's a pretty oh, far drive for a movie. Even but so, it's not, I, Matthew, it sounds, I'm into sounds it. Fun. What movies I did you it. see? I'd like I'd like to do that. Let's do. That. Okay, so the first movie I saw <laughs> was uh, Nobody. The Take new. I saw the I saw uh, nobody the new uh, Bob Odenkirk joint and it's pretty much Bob really Odenkirk. About it. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk as John Wick. 
which for me was great. It was pretty much a your typical like death wish, revenge type of scenario with a bit of a twist, but a uh, little, little more. It wasn't like it wasn't like over the top comedy, but it's like when you're Bob Odenkirk, you just can't help but like just make things extra funny. It just like whenever because even all Bob Bob Odenkirk's like Better Call Saul, not specifically comedic roles, but just like that's Bob Odenkirk. You can't help but be Bob Odenkirk, and I it's just like it's his arc he's got a great like starting out as a writer and then being a performer yes. and now he's like this uh dramatic television star what a great arc uh, yeah. if you could if you could be somebody in an arc bob odenkirk wouldn't be bad to be yeah and now he's yeah and this is this is his first just like straight up action fucking shoot him up and it, it was great it was really good and it was really it was it was just the right length it was it was only like like i don't know like slightly over an hour it like really worked for really? me i i loved it so much i mean must, i must that must be like anti-hyperbole it must be like at least like an hour and 20 or something but it was like i was surprised it was like wow what if just like the perfect length i was like and I, i'm not I'm not, I'm not like a super action movie kind of guy but this was it was done and it was really good i loved it and so that's one movie then i saw were the millers and last week i saw uh uh King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, how was that? that? Yeah, I've been thinking uh, about watching it, but uh, I have not yet. So your review is going to clinch it, or uh, what's the opposite of clinch? Clinch it. Yeah. Clinch it or clinch Unclench. it? Unclench. Unclench so. it. Um, <laughs> well, spoiler alert, uh, King Kong v. Godzilla, they actually ended up uh, settling outside of court. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, it was... Again, like that's again, that's not that's not my genre, but for that genre, it was definitely good. And I think it was it was it's such a quintessential drive-in. Like that that whole experience was like perfect. Yeah. Just like you got your fucking hot dog. I mean, I didn't have hot dogs. Hypothetically, you got like a couple <laughs> dogs, uh, whatever. Just yeah, it's nice. I, I recommend the whole drive-in experience. I do have to squeegee my windshield. That's something I learned. <laughs> I've never been to a drive-in, and I've always wanted to. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Let's yeah, do it. Can I, Let's can do I ride it. in the trunk? We should do it as a team. Let's do it, dude. Let's get an RV. Yeah. You sneak me in. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. We'll just put, uh, yeah, just put some some like luggage yeah. over your head. Be like I just got this. Uh, <laughs> That's luggage. Oh, got, it's just, it's just me and my lumpy blanket ticket taker. Yeah. This is my friend Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> We would you would really have to do that just to get Ryan into the movie. What is what is your job? To take my ticket or to inspect my lumpy blanket? Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> take your take your flashlight and your little bellhop hat and get out of my face. <laughs> I'm trying to be assertive. You're you driving. Are. You're oh hold on. You you're drive driving me crazy. Ah. Uh, hey guys, what do you think about this? Just to dive into a taco real quick, uh -huh. please. Why don't we do do speed taco? Like, why okay. don't we call it drive through taco? And so we each pick up like, Ooh, I like one that. really like little nice thing to elaborate on, and we go around the circle, and we just be like, ah. Like I also, I also like that as like a code that any one of us can say that means like, hey, let's keep this short like we're running show on yeah. time so be like all right snappy, next yeah. let's do let's do a taco let's make it a drive-through taco drive and in that I got, spirit, a, quick, I, I got nope. a real quick taco yeah oh, so, ryan sorry 
I was Sorry. about to interrupt you, but I've graciously I think decided I interrupt, not I, to. Oh, oh, oh. Ryan, you have the floor. Go ahead. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you ready for it? Yeah. Are you almost ready? I I was gonna say. Oh my it god! I, I got my second Michelle. vaccine shot. I think today. I know what you're gonna say, and I'm about to freak out. Got my second what? vaccine shot today. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, I told, okay. but I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you on the on the air. You, I, I know. I'm know. sorry, Ryan. It's still important. I, you know what? That's me getting. You know, I it's, thought you were gonna say something different. It's that we're one step closer yeah. to to converting this podcast uh, or reverting back into our our old selves. Yeah. We'll, we'll, you. you know, and when that happens, uh, it's gonna be crazy. Man, that was yeah. a lot Dude, of. Dude, it's gonna be good. I'm gonna cut I'll this be honest, like, wait, start. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna starting. I have surprises for you guys. Yeah. When we come back our first time, I will have surprises for you Ooh. both. I hope I it's can't... hazing. You know it's gonna be. We talked about the water balloons, Ryan. It's I'm not joking. Some... I'm I'll be honest. It, I I have been fainting. Uh, like enthusiasm and joy for this zoom because it's like i could like i'm behaving like it's like a good time and stuff but i gotta tell you there was like i would feel like palpable excitement driving to do like um the i the, the in person there is something very different for me that experience mm -hmm. is so much more preferable to this and like we put out goods like we can still we go through the motions and pull off genius shows it sounds good sure. I've, been, I've been i listen to the first 10 minutes of every episode <laughs> it fun. it's always i'm amazed how it's like at first i'm like are we do we are we going to get into anything it's always touch and go for me and then like we get into something we're all like throwing different things and it's like interesting takes i'm very proud of this show but it is definitely way more exciting to do it live yep agreed agreed we all agree but we're all, right. all boomers. Like, we're boomers like that, anyways. We don't even. We don't know nothing about this. I'm not a boomer. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, what was your taco? I thought you said speed you taco. had a okay. Taco I got a real. I got through. a real quick speed taco. All right? all right. Yeah. So this is a new segment I've invented. It's called uh, New Rules. All right. <laughs> and I add what, Michelle? <laughs> it's called New Rules. Things. And I got a little intro song and I'll sing it for you. New rules. Okay. So I see you ever notice this. People are talking about they're from a heart, they're from the projects, you know, they're from a tough block and stuff like this. And I get it. Like if you're in New York City, the South Bronx, everything's dirty, everything's dangerous, everything's dingy. All right, you're from a tough neighborhood. I get it. But have you ever heard about this? California gangs. Oh, we're from the tough area in Oakland or Compton. Okay, guys, new rule. If there is a palm tree on your block, it's not a tough neighborhood. That's a nice fancy resort. New rule. You can't be living in paradise and call yourself from the streets. Okay, new rule. 
girls. That was new rules, everybody. That was pretty good. Oh my god! It's always something different. I'm really starting to get to appreciate Matt's tacos each week. Only now. Only Somebody should curate them. So okay, so but I have a question that I was wondering the whole time that you were doing this. It's not for you, Michelle. Did you know the impression that he's doing? No, but I, that's what made it even worse for me is I'm like, what is he doing? Because the whole first half, I can see Michelle just like looking confused and be like, I do not get what he's doing. And then I just put my hands over her face. Like, he's just, I assumed that it was probably something referential. I don't know, I, but I could, I just kind of let it go though. I, I really have learned a lot just to kind of go with the flow on the show, you know? I'm just like, Michelle, you just saw a, in my opinion, a top-notch Bill Maher. <laughs> I'm, sure Bill I don't Maher? Know what you're, I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. But, I used uh, to be a real big fan <laughs> of, of, of his, and I, I watched his show for the first time in like a year, uh, within the last couple of days, and and uh, I didn't like it as much as I remembered liking it uh, earlier. It's tough. Like for me, Bill Maher is, he's just a, he's a guy that uh, he's so grandfathered fathered in with me that I've sort of I've sort of pretty much kept with him ever since politically incorrect like and I really I was really into him and then he is yeah there is like a definitely like an out of touchness and this and that now and he's I get I'm very easy on him in the show because I've just he's just sort of like one of the guys I've sort of been with like for years and like yeah. not like I, and I listen to his podcast now and stuff like that but it is I <laughs> I like a lot of things that he's done and I like his stand up yeah. a lot and I like his mm -hmm. movie and I'm I'm a fan. But I've noticed that I have this blanket policy that when people who feel strongly about their beliefs get into this tonal lane of the things that I'm saying are so obvious and you're stupid if you don't uh agree with me, like there's a smugness to it that I just can't uh wrap my like enjoyment around right. you know mm -hmm. and it, it's just it's like it's uh, yeah the the fact that anybody would think that what they were saying was important and obvious and there's just like a come on uh, you know and it's i it's do so, not yes. find that charming uh, <laughs> it's it, not i don't want to be as the audience what's the opposite of i guess it's condescended to right because it's mm -hmm. just sort of yeah i think so and I mean, at least they're jokes. I appreciate that. My my girlfriend watches these like political podcast shows that are like it's like stand up, but without jokes. They're just saying mm -hmm. things, and they also like a Bill Maher think that what they're saying is real, and it's that sort of same tone where it'd be like, "Hey, stupid people, why don't you just see that this obvious thing is the way that." You know, like when somebody can say things that you pretty much agree with, but are saying it in such a dickish way that you still don't want to hear it. Mm. That's that's yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, for me, it's like I like any I like I for see for me, for some reason, like Bill Maher's like his just like it almost feels like refreshing. He's just so rude and condescending, so smug. It's so over the top. And like, I think I have like enough 
Like I, I, I have enough room for there can be there's one person like that, and I've given it to Bill Martin. Like if somebody else like yeah, tried to okay. like came, like I would be I like get that. the fuck. But I'm like I appreciate that there is a Bill Maher, and I feel like I can appreciate him from afar. Like it would be really hard for him like to be in his life and like that. Like to have a friend behave like that would be a complete deal breaker. But I can give that to one celebrity. I, I feel like Bill Maher in, gets it in the the gauntlet of stand up comedians that there are you know there are a couple of different sort of personas that one can choose from but that two of the most popular are you can either take the position that I'm an idiot or you can take the position that you're all idiots you know mm-hmm. and uh, I I find it hard sometimes because uh, I feel like Bill Maher takes the the latter position or. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, even definitely. even even like your your Anthony Jeselnik type, where mm. it's just like this, uh, like a lot of confidence. I don't like that. I think that you should be the idiot. That's my because I think that that's where the gold is. I think that if you're a comedic personality, that you will never get as much good material out of the audience being the idiot as you do of you being that because there's so many opportunities for misunderstanding and Mm -hmm. just be the idiot that's my that's my comedic career advice just be the idiot you know don't be an asshole be the idiot be the idiot you want to see yeah Yeah. i have i think i've gone i've gone i go because i used to feel that kind of that used to be what i would gravitate towards and then at some point i kind of got burnt out the problem was I kept seeing a bunch of like 20 year old, like little boys and just like talk about like, whoa, is me. I never get laid. I never like the, the, this kind of, and I kind of got burnt out on the, the self deprecating thing. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like to get into like uh, it. Cause I don't, I don't really enjoy somebody who like, I really believe believes they're like, like I, but like, there's like a Todd Barry will like do it like in an ironic way where it's very clear what the actual meaning behind mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, right now I'm kind of in on this, like this false, uh, 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 hubris of oh, just, yeah. but like, but right, but really, but sort of like, you know, but, but sort of the wink of like, uh, like what the, it just is very, just like who even knows what he actually believes. I, I'm so, I, cause I keep going back and forth because I keep getting burnt out. I'm such a contrarian. So I'm like, ah, I'm sick of this style. So I don't exactly even know like what the, what the truth of where I stand now is, but I definitely, I, I go, I, I, I definitely relate to the point you made and I kind of go all over the place. Well, it, it, see, that's what I, what I forgot to say that you just reminded me of that I meant is that it's, it's not just the idiot. It's uh, certainly not a bumbling idiot, but a confident idiot. Yes. Is, is the best character that you can be is somebody that thinks that they have everything worked out, but really they are the least equipped and don't understand anything about what's going on. That's why people love Steve Carell's character on The Office. Right, because he's a one hundred percent stupid, good-hearted, confident uh, asshole, mm-hmm. pretty much. And that's—I yeah. think that's that's the best character you can be because it really covers all your bases, and you can have a full range of uh, uh, emotions and sounds. Ah. <laughs> Those, that's my full range of sounds. <laughs> Who's got to talk about their? Who's got the next talk oh, about their week? That, that wasn't a quick drive-through. 
<laughs> we all... Well, that's a super size. There's a lot of cop there. There's too much to say. There's too much meat on that boat. No, no, no. Agreed. Next. Well, maybe I'll step in. I'll step in and I'll do a little taco real quick. Uh, real quick. Drive through. Uh, I was vaccinated. I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine Ooh. on Sunday. Damn. Uh oh. One done. No class, though, baby. No um, class. And blah, actually. Blah. I didn't have any symptoms either, so I was very, very lucky that I uh, I did it and I came out all right. But uh, the other thing is I also had my knit-a-thon, and I just want to show you guys real quick, and this is going to be the end of my taco. Okay. But I want to show you guys where I am with my blanket so nice. far. Ooh. Oh, wow. That looks really nice. I see blue. I see blue, and I see, is that a, a green? Yes, sir, it is a green. And then That's next. That's nice. Oh, my next is going to be this. Nice. Another like blue, another shade of blue, a lighter blue, yeah. Blue, yeah, and then maybe like gonna... a sky blue to go with the nave. Yeah, and then that's there's great. gonna be like a violet, and then there's gonna be a magenta, and that's gonna be it. Sounds cool. Great, nice. that's perfect. That's it. That's what I've been up to. That's my taco. That's nice. what's up. Mm. Nice blanket, yeah. just in time for summer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> You know, as we get older, we get colder more, Matthew, and the cougars get cold sometimes. Not to brag, but I've actually had two people knit me scarves in my life. Ooh. Really? That's nice. Isn't it nice to get something like that? I like it a lot, yeah. Yep. I, I, made, <laughs> um, I made two chemotherapy caps for my ex-sister-in-law. Uh, that was like one of my favorite projects that I did. Um, because I got to do cable knits and all sorts of fancy stuff. So it usually happens where I do a project just to give it away to somebody anyway. But we'll see about this one. Michelle, I think you might be moving your hand so fast that it it, it blurred there for a second. It was but. it was like it's humming. So funny. I talk with my hands naturally because I'm Italian. I knew it was gonna get me one of these days. I just knew it. Oh yeah. Did you hear? Did I get anything that I said though about? Yeah, yeah, your audio. We got, came, came yeah, through. we got all audio. Just the did, yeah. did I make a weird face? Was I making like a really weird face? That's no, you had like fear. a, uh, like oh, a, like, a, like a little claw, but it was like. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's embarrassing, even, but that's all right. No, it's okay. You know what? It's good. It came up. It worked out. Gonna see. It really oh. worked. It fucking totes worked. See. It looked really good on on the podcast. You guys are kind. You're always nice. Oh my god! I can tell there's gonna be a lot of new rules. Well, right. Did did you want to say a little more on your taco? Because you mentioned that you got vaccinated. Yeah, I got vaccinated, and I guess that's about all I have to say. I know that I'm really susceptible to a placebo to the power of suggestions so i assume that i'm going to be feeling some side effects when i was hmm. driving oh, home that's from right CBS, yeah. i started thinking i was like what if it, what are the side effects and even in my head knowing that they're just like headache chills yeah. some body aches i was like what if i don't know like my eyeballs explode and i'm driving and so i get into a car accident and then i also think like what if that happened and then i got pulled over by a cop and i had to be like i just got the vaccine and my eyeballs exploded and he'd be like yeah right exit the vehicle and i was like shit this is the worst 
vaccination that ever happened. I'm actually not sure if I should uh, like take a day off work or not. I, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I bet treat I, I yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something tells it. me that decision has already been made somewhere in there. <laughs> whenever, yeah, whenever the question crosses my mind, should I call should I call out like if that's a thought that's already that's happened that is, that's it the, the ball is already out of the court that's not the, that's not what that's not the term but um that's yeah I what do you what you fucking with you you Pfizer Moderna <laughs> getting some and it seems like most of the people I've talked to that have gotten sick after their second dose have got that Moderna so I'm I'm thinking that Dude. I have a better shot at not getting any kind of reaction but as I was saying to Michelle think, before yeah. we started recording I've heard that maybe a strong reaction to that second shot is an indicator of a particularly strong immune system so but that's that what I've like, heard yes it's like the kind of thing that they would say to make people feel better about getting sick right yeah that's also mean because you should be rewarded for having a good immune system. Yeah. Not condemned to sickness. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Moderna mofo and uh I'm nervous. I've, there's been a hundred percent uh my my whole household is uh Moderna except for one lone uh Pfizer mm-hmm. uh Pfizer bore. If you got a Pfizer shot, <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you were supposed to bring in your original vaccination card to get like they they want you to have both shots on oh. one card. And I walked okay. into the pharmacy and they're like, "Where's your card?" And I was like, "Uh oh, paper, sir, don't shoot." Yeah, yeah off to Dachau. It was a it was a whole thing, but I I, I think I think that uh, it takes like an additional couple of weeks before I'm I can say I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm not gonna right skip down the street spitting in people's mouths yet. But I'm <laughs> step closer. What is it like ten days after? I'm yeah, wondering like something like that. It's gonna be the the uh, May is is gonna be all for me. <laughs> See, that sucks for me because it's like I've only got 10 days now, like not even 10 days. This Sunday, I only have three more days and like all my buds are like, well, we got more. We got to wait a little longer. Oh, dude, that's yeah. The Come on. That, that's that, that's what they don't tell you about Johnson Johnson. You're just out there all alone, vexed. Everybody's everybody's bragging. Yeah, I'm going in for my second shot. You're like, yeah, well, one, no, one and done for me. And then no it, there's deal. nothing great about it. Everybody gets to show off their second card, not me. Not second yes, card. You're not supposed to have a second card. Ryan's the exception. He did it wrong, so he gets a second card. I'm I'm glad he tipped me. I, I happen to have my card, my first card in my wallet still, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't I might not necessarily remember it. What does if, um, a blood clot even feel like? I would good. not want to know. See, oh, I was God. thinking about it when I was trying to go to sleep in bed the other night. <laughs> because I was thinking, I was like, I assume that I know, because I was thinking, oh, I feel like I have a blood clot in my toe, which right. is a, a thought that I have frequently. And then I always have to say, like, because you've never, ever had one blood clot, there is no reason to think that you know what a blood clot feels like and therefore mm. no reason to think that the, any kind of tingling that you may or may not feel is said blood clot. But uh, hypochondria is exhausting. <laughs> that, dog, that dog knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you guys hear that really loud dog? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it scared away all the birds. 
I always bring I always bring the wilderness to the to the pod. I was on the phone with my doctor's office yesterday, and their whole Ooh. music was the sound of birds chirping really loudly. It's <laughs> terrible. Yuck. That's it's really stupid. isolating. They that just want a... you to hang up. Yeah, they do. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Here's the problem: you can't really ever pico your uh, weight music, but you know what you can do. What? Hit me. What is it? What can we Pico do? your topic. Oh. Pico your topic, motherfucker. And Pico from what topic. I understand, we got a pretty, uh, a pretty good one this week, don't we, fellas? Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, why, don't, why don't you tell us what it why is? Why don't you tell us? Oh, why don't you tell us what it is, Mr. Woodland? Tell He's us what it is. Oh, this, no, no, no. This, week. this is Ryan's brain job. Ryan, that's right. This, this week, Ryan. we will be discussing the topic of what is the gayest movie you have ever seen? Oh, and gosh. and that could mean any number of things. So uh, we've left it up to each of us individually to interpret that as we see. Right. And not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Jerry. That's a a lame Jerry I'm going to decide at random Who goes first You mean gays first Love that Oh (laughs) Oh, man I should be Just for that First up is Michelle Michelle Oh I zigged when you thought I was going to zag Yep Okay this is Michelle. Listeners, this is Michelle. The Hi. reasonable stay out. Hello, everybody. How are you, Matthew? How are you? Hello. Hello. Okay. So here is my take on the gayest movie. To me, the gayest <laughs> movie. I honestly am going to internalize this. All right, guys. I'm going to try not to disappoint. The gayest movie to me is a movie that would make you feel as you're sitting and watching it, you know, sometimes a song can like fill your chest with like happiness and then you just sit there and you just want to sing it and you want to just like, bah, bah, bah. so that the kind of movie then that I would deem the gayest movie would be the kind of movie that would like give you that feeling of happiness and like, I don't know, overcome you and just make you want to, you know, sing and relive it. And I'm, anyways, my answer is Annie, the musical Annie from the 80s. Hmm. Uh, starring okay. Albert Finney and uh, Aiden Quinn, I think her name is. Okay. Quinn. It, uh, it's one of my favorite movies because the songs are fan fucking tastic. Like, I'm actually now thinking about watching it as soon as we're done because I love just sitting there. And it's you got Carol Burnett in it, um, who is fantastic as Mrs. Hannigan. She does it right. Like, she's hilarious. She's tragic. And again, the songs, I watch it for the songs because the songs are uh, those of like the underdog down, but coming back up, you know, tomorrow, you know, I, my favorite song is the one that ends at the end. And I, it's, I'll call it the gayest uh, Broadway song or song in a movie for a musical, but uh, that song that goes together at last together forever that's like my favorite song and like that just always makes me feel happy and uh it's when i'm happy i talk with my hands like this and i make this gesture so annie is the gayest movie to me annie feels annie feels gay i feel like when i was (laughs) that would pass that passed muster because if any of my if any of my friends growing up was like my favorite movie is annie i'd be like 
that movie's gay and you're gay. But that's because I was I'm from a different time and I didn't know no better. I know, buddy. Here. I didn't know it. Guys, I didn't know any better. We're not oh. judging you, Matthew. We like you. We, we know who you are now. I yeah, didn't we, know any better. We grew up We grew up in a different time. Yeah. Hey, hey, we grew up in a different time. Hey, it's hey, it's from a different time. Hey. hey. Who's next? Who's next on the chopping block? Who on is? the gayest chopping block. Matt, do you have do you have one in the chamber? I got a couple. I got a couple. Let's hear it. I was thinking for like specifically the most okay so a couple things for so first for gayest movie for me it's like i'd be remiss in not mentioning probably the gayest movie with for me the gayest thing and not that there's anything bad with it but in this particular movie it there is something kind of bad actually and that would be and it's also good good and bad but for but for me i'm gonna say for a gayest movie i'm gonna go with top gun and of course there's the obligatory volleyball scene that everybody talks about but for me the 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 scene where val kimler just bites the air with his teeth (laughs) that's that's very for me that's incredibly homoerotic in a good way and a bad way yep and for so that's that cover for gayest movie and then just like a classic from my generation gay movie um i for me the 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 big the big movie the big gay movie i would say is um wait is it called but i'm a cheerleader is that it is that the name of it yeah that was a classic that was that was the talk of the town in terms of gay that's when i was a kid and that's when i was when i was a kid that's what we called cool gay when it was lesbian stuff is this oh. i this might be out because we used to it was gay was really cool as long as lesbian and then this is you have to understand this is a different time it was horrible this is it was soviet russia you know it, everything <laughs> martial law they, we didn't know any better communist east berlin <laughs> the great depression uh, north korea there you go what are <laughs> um but so those are my two answers for two and uh for yeah yeah, yeah. there you go all right ryan what's your what's what's a gay move the gayest movie well and uh i i gotta confess that i had a movie in mind when i thought of this topic and but i also had to you know there are a couple different ways you, you can play it but the uh movie that i chose is i think i'm pretty uh, not homophobic at all, but I, <laughs> but I sometimes forget that uh, there's a difference between not being uh, angry about uh, things being gay and wanting to see it in uh, like really graphic detail and being like, this is cool, you know. So uh, <laughs> the gayest movie that I've ever seen is uh, a movie called Short Bus which is uh, John Cameron Mitchell, who stars in and wrote and directed Hedwig and the Angry Inch, uh, which Mm. is one of my favorite movies and plays uh, ever to the point Mm -hmm. where certainly I would say whatever this guy does next, I am on board part and parcel. I uh, have, uh, you know, just I have all the faith in the world and his creative abilities. So I rented the second movie that he made which is called short bus and it's uh in a lot of ways like a a a regular you know uh, come to new york city and new york city is a place where uh, dreams come true and you also get in trouble and young people find themselves you know not 
but there is a scene in the movie where it's there's a a, a three-way sex scene between these three guys where the one guy uh takes the the erect penis of another guy and sings sure. into it like a karaoke microphone oh, and then the other oh. guy takes the first guy's penis and they're singing I want to say it's uh, the national anthem, but it might be America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's like a, I, I want to say that there's like a lot of exposed uh, buttholes in this scene. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I just recall saying this is without a doubt, having seen John Waters' entire catalog of films, this is oh, right, right, the right. gayest thing that I've ever seen. And the, the gay, yeah. And the worst thing is that the the movie itself, my recollection was that it was like a little mediocre, just coming from the very high expectations that I had. Uh, but <laughs> that 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 was it. So would I still put it in this category if it had also been an amazing movie? Maybe, but I probably wouldn't. That wouldn't be the first thing I think of, you know, because there's probably a lot of movies that are are very gay that I don't think about like that because uh, they're much mm. better movies. So, mm. sorry, there you go. sorry, short bus. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's gotta be a balance of, yeah, the, the gay to quality of movie. If you're, the movie's gayer, if it's less good. Yeah. Is the, yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, and- uh, Michelle, rep- nope. <laughs> rebuttal? Nope. Well, in the same way, in, in, the, in, in the same way that a movie that was like gratuitously uh, violent, but uh, didn't, if a movie was really, really violent, but it won like an Academy Award because the acting and production value was so good, then it, it might be less likely to get straight up uh, banned. You know, like, uh, for, for example, like a, a Silence of the Lambs, which is kind of like a like a horror movie, has all these uh, big name actors and big productions. And so it's a it's a thriller and therefore like a little bit more palatable. This is like an art movie that had uh, like a lot of X rated stuff for like art for like an independent cinema sort of uh, reasoning. You know what I mean? In like an independent cinema way where having uh, stuff that they wouldn't put in a Hollywood movie is like a badge of, you know, like this is uh, too hot for your local cinema plex. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have, yeah, you can't have anything more. You can't have three buttholes and three <laughs> peens well, and, and uh, go into AMC theaters. This is my, my, <laughs> my uh, addendum to this too, is that I go felt on. so uncool that anytime I'm watching a movie and what I'm seeing on the screen is not palatable to me, say uh, a bunch of exposed uh, anuses uh, playing a song or whatever, yeah, I feel I feel like a total lame square if I were to not sit through it and watch it. Because I feel like that's a direct challenge to me to say like, you know, I got something to show you that you don't want to see. And I, my instinct yeah. is to say, oh yeah, bring it on movie. Right. Is that, is that yeah. healthy? 
that tests yeah. your open-mindedness as an adult. That's all. You want to make sure that you're still being open-minded, you know? And it, it could open be that, but sometimes that situation is one where it'd be like, this guy is going to like put a, a nail into this other guy's eyeball. I'll be like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, that's different though, Ryan. Like watching Hostel and seeing a chick at her eye eyeball blow torched out of her face. Yeah. I didn't need to see that. Is like, that the same? Is that the same as homosexuality? <laughs> It is not the same. That's not the point. I, no, I, I thought it wasn't. Thank you. No. I thought it wasn't. No, I truly thought it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll relax. I'll, I'll relax. I'll relax. You're right. This brings, up, I, this brings up a question about like watching something that isn't exactly appetizing to you. I've recently in my life, like I've recognized that I kind of like my my openness kind of goes with like society. And now there's a lot of talk about like sexual fluidity and gender fluidity. And I actually made the decision to revisit. I wonder if I could masturbate to, and this is probably problematic, but I'm, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a boy of my era. But anyways, I made this decision and in my head, this is a woke decision, but it's not. I made the decision. I'm going to try to masturbate to gay pornography. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've tried this a couple times <laughs> and the idea of it, like the idea of it at times, like, like turns me on. I'm like, oh my God, this is something I'm not into. But the idea of doing it in spite of that is a turn on in of itself. It's just like this weird, like taboo, like, uh, like never ending huh. thing, but I've never actually been able to pull it off, so to speak yet. Yeah. But I also wonder, is it, is it really, cause I really, eventually I'm just like, you know, like, I'm just like, oh, this is, this is, I'm not, I'm not into this. But yeah. then I wonder, is that, am I really not into it? Or could it be some deep seated uh, homophobia, which is like, as long as you don't come, you're not gay it's like i and I'm, I'm questioning like my own thing and is that manifesting me to being turned off <laughs> Ooh, that's um, my question is have you ever attempted to like 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 be open-minded about like let me see if i'm like potentially maybe i'm into this have you guys jerked off to gay you. porn I gotta be yeah. honest with you. I feel oh, okay. Good. This is this is deep down, Michelle. This is Michelle getting real with you guys. And I know I'm very shy in doing some of these things because I don't know why. Probably because I'm the only female on this podcast. But I'm just gonna pull this right that makes out. All the sense, yeah. I'm gonna pull this right the out of my chest, Mom, Dad. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but I feel guilty when I masturbate to images of people and anything. Like if it's like even a porn or whatever, like. Mm -hmm. You just gotta like close your eyes, bear down, get it over with, and be like, hey, that was fun. I just, mm. there's an inherent <laughs> guilt that comes along with it for me. And yeah. I don't know what that is. I have to talk myself out of it. Maybe I need, but I'm not ready to talk to a specialist about it yet. I just kind of deal with it because when it happens, it happens. And it just, I've, yeah, I've, I definitely relate to feeling, yeah, definitely guilt and around every, all sorts of different things sexually. So I, so, I've definitely, I've had that for different kinds of porn. Now it's like, now I'm like, I'm like, I'm so desensitized. Like porn feels like nothing special to me anymore. Cause it is so hmm. just ubiquitous that, that it's like, it's just such a numbness that goes with it. But I definitely, I completely relate to feelings of guilt and shame after like masturbating. So yeah, totes. Man, it's universal. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just true. universal. Oh, yeah, All right. For sure. And I'm sorry to be the, I didn't mean to be the Debbie Downer on it, but I just Not wanted to, 
like no, we're pre- just present my like we're just what being my honest about stuff here. That's like what, that's, that's it. What we do. That's, that's what, what I did. Yeah, I I gotta be honest too, man. I can't be afraid to say things. I have to that's tell you up. like it is. You know, we say it like it is. We keep it. We, well, we keep it real. I want to interject here that these moments are one of the many things that would be a lot uh, more comfortable in a uh, real life setting than over <laughs> the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because Ryan has an actual family just like Make these confessions. Yeah. I Michael, know. That's not even it. I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I will say to, to Matt's point is that it's totally fine to not uh, be looking at gay pornography or to be gay at all. But mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if this is, is was your point too, what would be terrible and and just terrible would be to be even a little bit gay and to not be open to it because of some kind of homophobia or societal yeah. self-hatred. And so I, that's what I, so I, I think that it is uh, completely reasonable for any number of reasons to check in and be like, hey, going on you know because because personally uh you know you can be into whatever you want but the idea that you would limit yourself because i'm probably also like a pretty repressed person in a lot of ways linguistically and and just in in many ways you know i notice like i get uncomfortable and i start to like my language gets super duper vague like even in like a therapy setting because i just get Uh like uncomfortable but I, it's important to uh, be open to your, you know, your yourself. I guess that sounds kind of Doctor Philly and stupid, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> Fucking yeah, the good doctors in. Yeah, I, I concur. That's... Doctor Phil. So I guess what I'm saying is, let's all go to a gay porn drive-in together. Yay! <laughs> Twinks gone wild. Snacks. Yeah, maybe I'll try kombucha that night for the get, first time. Get the steel drums ready. That would be great. Yo, we gotta go. Yeah, we do steel gotta go drums. see a fucking driving skin flick. Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> Crazy. Well, well, guys. You know what time what it is? What a great topic. Yeah. Wow. I know what time it is, Ryan. What time it is? It's time to get down to damn trivia right now. That's what, what time it is, right? That's exactly right. You are correct. What's, time uh, for Michelle to reclaim victory over the Matt and the Ryan, who have both enjoyed victories in trivia, or I have not. Hey, I didn't tell you I enjoyed it. <laughs> Touche, Ryan. Touche. Let's prepare the scorecards. I believe we each have our uh, trivia cards ready. That's true. Correct. You guys, yeah, do you? I assume, yeah, you must. I probably sent, I sent out way too many last time, right? You did. You, got so you, you have leftovers? Nice, nice, nice. Super leftovers. Nice. You know what I wanted to, I totally forgot to talk while we we're looking this up. I forgot to mention on my taco about my week. I, I ordered Mushu for the first time when I ordered out the other day. And then I realized I have no idea how to eat Mushu. It seems like, something tricky to eat they give you like these these wrap things that are enormous but from what i understood or what i've seen when people eat mushu is it's supposed to be little little wraps yeah i felt like i was eating a chipotle burrito i yeah i happen to be when i was a boy the only chinese food i was exposed to was actually mushu because that was my papa's favorite 
So, and even, and that was the one and only Chinese food. And I still found the whole process. I'll be honest. At some point I gave up the whole, like I ate the wrap as if it was like a, like I just roll it up and eat it like a breadstick. Cause Mm -hmm. it is like, yeah. Cause it's like, they expect you to be like, you know, proficient at like origami, like wrap. And it's like, exactly. And it's like, I know, yeah, it's great when you get pull it out. You like throw a little plum sauce down, you put the moosh, but it's like, I just, it requires training here. It is a great mix. You just answered my second question because they came with the mysterious brown sauce. And I'm like, what is that? And it's plum sauce. And I didn't even try it. Plum sauce, which I guess is just a a mushed up plum. I don't know. Michelle, I guess you were plum out of luck. That's so so darling. That was so cute. You both are just so punchy this evening. Both hilarious. Wait. I I almost forgot to tell you guys. We are uh, we are at two hundred and ninety nine downloads of this podcast. That's that amazing. Feels, that feels good. Yes, it I, does. I, it's pretty good. I, I, I thought we were going to make three hundred at some point today, but we did not. <laughs> two hundred. Right. Yeah, this is our two hundred ninety nine uh, episode anniversary. Two hundred ninety nine episodes download. I realized that. Uh, so that I, I think it. pretty good. Yes. You, you definitely could listen to the Dirty Stay Outs podcast for well over 24 hours. One entire day of wow. your life could be. And it would be interesting as fuck, too. I'm sorry. Edit this out if you want to, Ryan. But I love our podcast. And I think that we're wonderful. Oh, and I think we do a edit that out. <laughs> edit it out right now. <laughs> right now. That's fucking. <laughs> that's uh, that's stricken that's from the dirt, record. That's propaganda. I know. Propaganda. Who do you so, think? Somebody... Go ahead, Matthew. I got to quit. Tell me if this is not the question to ask, but who would you say is the gayest member of the Dirty State? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Ryan. Yay. Oh, Ryan. Right. Well, I would say. Put in the best way possible, though. Of course, we always, we listeners, we mean this in the best way possible, of course. Well, Ryan has a specific style, which I would say is cool. Like, I'm yep. like, ooh, that's a cool, like, he always has, like, cool things on, cool outfits, cool patches yeah. or whatever. And it's I associate cool. style with qualities of gay. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say, I would say Ryan would get it, would probably get it for that. Thanks. Because, and he's not afraid to try different styles, too. Like, I remember all the sunglasses he would roll up at yeah. an outdoor open mic with, like, these outrageous, like, Elton Johnny yeah, gay style sunglasses. Who's a, who's a gay person? Yeah, that's true. Gay people wear gay people wear sunglasses. It's fucking true. Women be shopping. Gay, gays be uh, keep keeping the uh, X rays. Yeah, this is getting dangerously close to editing. Yeah, I become too comfortable on this podcast, and that's why I shall be harmed. Hey guys, I feel like that'll be even more the case. And I'm I'm gonna stop. You know, uh, just talking about all the things we're going to do but it, that's that's what as soon as they jab that needle into my arm it's the first thing i thought of oh yeah that's what's up dude yeah hey we're guys. gonna be the first thing i thought life. of was ow but yep. then the second thing i thought of was about the podcast yes you guys are oh you guys are technically fully back so we got johnson and johnson one done we got double shot over here daddy matthew will be done give daddy a couple more weeks he'll be good to go it's gonna be all a crime wave Oh, yes. All right. Trivia. Trivia it hey, up. guys. Who, who am I? I'm going to do an impression. Ready? Okay. I wish I knew how to quit trivia. Bill Maher. Uh, ding, 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 ding. 
Yeah, you both know it. Go ahead, Matthew, Ryan. You, you, I don't know who to choose. Go ahead, Matt. I, I'm going to say uh, Heath Ledger's the Joker. Right, and Ryan also uh, kind of said something along those lines too, Matthew. You guys almost said the same. I thought we were going to bring up Brokeback Mountain, and I was going to say the, that right. I've, I've never seen it all the way through, and it's not because of the gay stuff. It's because I have a hard time watching uh, him in anything after having seen the dark knight like a million times because yeah. that's like when I, what's that movie where uh the lady's naming all the things she hates about him 10 it's things always... i hate about you that's the, <laughs> that's the one i know i was having such a hard time remembering it such a simple title it is i i think it would be i don't think i've seen heath ledger in a role after dark knight which is probably the wait but i luck lucky for me i did actually not to toot my own horn, but uh, Mr. Woke McGillicuddy, I actually saw Brokeback Mountain <laughs> in the theaters. That's nice. right. Yeah. Wow. Good guy over here. Good guy alert. You are a good yeah. guy, man. Yeah. That's, I really, that's yeah. Sure. I didn't bring it up because it does feel like the two, like the spot on movie to bring up when yeah. you're talking about gay movies, but it also, well, it's like, it, it, it bears talking about it. I really enjoyed that movie. It was it a great movie. It is, it is, um, um, there's some it's there's some gay stuff happens in it actually. Well, that's actually a good example of like what I was uh, not articulating very well earlier is that like a, a, a movie like that, you can't really boil down to mm -mm. like this is a gay movie. Whereas the one that I was thinking of, that was the first thing because they didn't do a good job making it. Uh, any number of other things, the thing that rose to the top was like, wow, this yeah. movie's super gay. <laughs> and there's yeah, so I mean, that much movie more. Go ahead. Sorry, Matt. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, when the scene is like you're singing into dicks and there's buttholes, it's like, it's not, it doesn't, they don't just happen to be gay. <laughs> it's like, this is yeah. <laughs> purposely, gratuitously gay. Almost to be like, I'm going to do this, but they can't, nobody can say anything about it because then they're homophobes. <laughs> 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 it's almost like a prank but maybe that's also maybe i'm looking at it through bigoted uh primrose glasses i'd like to think that that's what that belonged to ryan <laughs> <laughs> nice all, all right, right let's, boy. We're, we're, all right we're speed rounding who's going first is it me is it me it is it all is right. it is it is in the speed subject rounding. of comedy cartoon in let me know if i read this card already by the way in yeah. toy story 2 where are Woody and the Roundup Gang being sent? It's a multiple choice if you guys need it. Multiple choice, please. Ooh, Japan, yeah, Chicago, or Paris? Ding, ding, ding. Matthew. I think we're Chicago. Oh, if only, if only. <laughs> the correct answer was Japan. Nobody gets those points. Are you happy? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know at all. In the category of action that. adventure. In the overrated movie Die Hard, what does Bruce Willis's character go the majority of the movie without? Ding, ding, ding. Matthew. Shoes? Shoes is the subjectively correct answer. <laughs> You're right. I'm making my own. <laughs> a little op-ed here. I like it. Asterix. I'm making it my own. In the category of drama slash musical, what movie originated the phrase, I'll make him an offer 
Ding, ding, meow, ding. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> is it the god? Is it the god's father? It is, actually. Yes. <laughs> We're laughing. In the category of horror sci-fi, in The Matrix, does Neo take the blue pill or the red pill meow, ding, meow, ding, meow, ding. to cover the truth? Michelle, that was you. He takes the red pill. That is correct. I can never remember that one. I know that no, the the black 50, pill 50. is the incel pill, right? Oh, I don't even, I don't even know. You guys don't, I don't know that? Know. I don't even know what's going on. It's like a sociological. I don't understand it well enough to explain it. So let's move on. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll go next. Comedy cartoon. Who plays the Bible salesman in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? This is multiple choice. Ding, ding, ding. Matthew, I don't, I don't know the answer. Is it George Clooney? Buddy, do you want me to? How, how about this, Matt? Do you want to do a do over here, and I'll read you the multiple choice, and then you can guess. No, I was just trying to take it away from Ryan. So, so that's incorrect. What are those choices? Yeah, now so he was Ryan, trying to Ryan keep you honest. You got it wrong, Matt. So the choices were. Uh, Oh, John Goodman, Jack Black, or Woody Harrelson? What, what, what? Yes, yes, Ryan. John Goodman. Yeah, but I don't think those other right. people are in that movie, so that that's I couldn't remember who was who. But I don't know if that counts as your point though, because Matt already technically answered it. He just got it wrong. Like, but I said it before the before you read the question, so I think technically Ryan could do that. Okay. Because I tried to I tried to usurp it. And I, it was a, it was a I didn't have Mary. to buzz is what you're saying, but it's, I did I did all the same, but I, I don't I think I should Ryan. be penalized for that. Yeah. So it's I'm true. not only now keeping time with regular asking questions, I'm also now keeping track of the culture in which Matthew answers the questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really did lie. You really, <laughs> you really did. I have to be okay. ahead of it. Well, if you're, yeah, Michelle, if you're if you're into culture. You're gonna love this kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I'm sorry about that. That's All right, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving All on. right, action adventure, true or false? Kefir. Quantum of Solace is the title of a James Bond. Ding, short. ding, ding. True. Yes, Matthew. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you... True. Yeah. Was it a true or false? I don't think you. Is the answer he true? He got it right. Yeah, I didn't even think I even got the answer the question out, but he got it right. He's on fire. Yeah, don't, don't question it. We just gotta go with it. Drama I don't musical. think I buzzed in on that one though. I think I'm disqualified, actually. Oh no, you didn't buzz in. He was right there. He was right on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had a chance. It was hilarious. All right, drama musical. What doesn't Charlie do in Apocalypse Now, according to Colonel Kilgore? Read. It. Can you read that again? Of course. What doesn't Charlie do in Apocalypse Now, what, what, according what? to right. uh, Ryan? Surf. He doesn't surf. Correctamundo. Charlie. Charlie doesn't surf. Horror sci-fi. Narcotics is a dirty game. All right. All right. Go on. What's the, what's the movie where Marlon Brando says that thing about putting butter up his ass? What movie is that? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Matthew. Uh, Last Tango in Paris? That's the one. That is not a real thing. Is it yeah. a real thing? 
Yeah. I'll oh, Lord. Oh, no. Lord. All right. Well. Didn't you see that Seinfeld episode about it? No. I sure did. <laughs> I didn't. I don't, uh, I don't remember that one. Too many pop culture references here. Sorry. Ooh. Horror sci-fi. <laughs> I'm con- that's my confused noise. My, my head be- spinning noise. Was that your impression of a beady baby? I love it. 90s I, nostalgia. I think if there was a beanie baby impression, that would have been it. If ever Tickle I me, Elmo. One. Yeah. Oh, all right. Nope. Dear, all right. Drew Barrymore played Gertie in E.T. How old was she when it was released in 1980? Ding, ding, ding. It's multiple choice, Matthew. Do you want to do you want to do this? I'm just looking out for you as a friend. I'll, I'm doing it. I'm going to say. Go ahead, Matt. Eight. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Is, it, is she eight? It's not the right answer. Uh, and I yeah. could have given you a, a slew right. of answers. Oh, but this I, was just, that, I was trying to undercut Ryan. That's what I, I was, That was like going to be my answer. That was going to be was? my answer, too. Yeah. <laughs> is that like what you were counting eight? on your fingers, Ryan? You were, count, you were like doing like you the finger thing. Up. No, I actually, yeah. I had eight up, and then I realized, like, oh, I shouldn't. Uh, he'll, then he'll say it if I give him. You're, you're <laughs> literally, he's literally tilting his hand. I yeah, get what you, yeah. I like oh. your strategy. You each have a strategy of just completely mind fucking each other. That's what you're doing right now. I don't know if I call I'm it just... a strategy. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. All right. All right. Who's next? Ryan, Ryan gets the multiples, I think, on that one. But I thought we couldn't get. I thought we couldn't. Yeah, this is this is actually a good point because I've been. I don't I don't know why this has come up so many times this time and maybe I'm just answering more belligerently but I was thinking if I if you shout in before the, the read because I know if you read the multiples then someone guesses then you don't get a chance but then I'm thinking if if oh, I'm gonna right. be the audacity yeah. of me answering before I even know the multiples then Ryan should probably so that's the risk is then okay now Ryan gets the multiples without my ability to answer that's the risk of me trying to uh you uh under undermine yeah Ooh, but i don't know good strategy I, but i don't know i guess we haven't really discussed exactly what the what the rules are here I or we could figure it out as we, we could also implement a yeah we could implement a rule that it's like okay if it is a multiple choice no ringing in before the reading of the multiple choice if that's if it's too hectic or whatever but i don't know i don't exactly know what I don't know what we've done before and how it's, for some reason it came up a million times. Maybe I was just being too, maybe I was coming in too hot this time. <laughs> Cause I really did not let any multiple, I really thought I knew the answer, but I truly did not know the answer <laughs> at, at all. <laughs> oh no, Michelle is having a breakdown. Things are just, things are going great. I, I mean, why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, I just, let's just move it along. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey. Let's so if you want to answer, if you want to answer, you guys can do it. We can do whatever we want. No, I feel it's no bureaucracy it's, here. Nobody, else, you know. No oversight. I mean, I, yeah, I feel it's fair that Ryan should at least get the the multiple choice and a chance to answer. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right, Ryan. Do this. Go ahead, Ryan. Where Name that little girl's age. Do you want me to? Did I give oh, you yeah, the choices? Oh yeah, we're on Drew Barrymore. The choices. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let me give you the choices here. I think it's. I still think it's eight. <laughs> Five. Six or seven? What? Oh. Seven. I say seven. You are correct, sir. <laughs> nice job. 
That, yeah, so pretty much. See, it. that that one feels a little cheap. I, I, I want to say you this. Want me to take, you, okay, go ahead. No, I'm going to say this. I like how kind you two are to each other. I thought that was a very kind thing that you did, Nat. <laughs> giving Ryan the opportunity to guess again. <laughs> I think that was very kind, and I'm going to choose to take a positive high roadie approach. Oh, good. You guys are sweet to each what, other. What's the time? <laughs> it's time to get ill-gotten gains. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's move on. Everybody's mad. That's it. The dirty stayouts are breaking up. All right, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. So Matthew is mathematically not able to win, which, well, he's grown. I don't think that's to. true, Matt. You've got three. Oh points. well, that, it's because I never, I never considered that we we would do two rounds. That's the problem. I always assume oh. that it's going to end. And if it was one round, then oh. I'm according to this. No I'm more banter. Then let's let's no more banter. Through. Let's fucking oh, barrel through. No more asides. Yep. Michelle, no more asides. Michelle has one aside. Michelle, do you have a side? What is one more aside? Excuse me. Do but I have the floor it. here? Can I have the floor, please? Yep. I have no asides. Nothing further to say. <laughs> Madam Speaker. <laughs> Comedy cartoon. Who was the voice of Genie in Aladdin? I feel like we've definitely. Yeah, we definitely. Card. Yeah, yeah we, okay. I'll My take bad, it. Guys. I'm wicked sorry, but I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's it's really okay. This is definitely something I don't recommend. Should we do the speed round? Or do you have to be somewhere? Speed I can do. I can make it. I can. I can work. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Comedy cartoon in Pixar's The Incredibles. What does the fashion designer insist their super costumes do not have? What what was it again? I was taking off my headphone. Okay, in Pixar's The Incredibles, what does the fashion designer insist their superhero costumes do not have? Uh, Ryan, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a trapdoor, like like a union suit. Sorry, wrong. Oh, no. that's a good answer. Though. Like a zipper, yeah. A zipper. Like the answer was capes, guys. Capes. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, capes. All right. Action adventure. Dr. Grace Augustine in Avatar is played by which Ghostbusters actor? Okay, Ryan. Uh, Bill Murray. Oh, sorry. No. Care to venture a guess, Michelle? I would like to say... Dan Aykroyd. Ooh, sorry. The is answer it one, of, we... one of the Ghostbusters? It is not. Else? Oh, shit. It's a what? trick. Yeah, this is kind of a mean question. Because you think the Ghostbusters, then you're, it's like, it Moranis. doesn't say from the movie, the Ghostbusters. <gasps> Ooh, sorry, sorry, Such sorry. Such a good answer, though. Shit. Sorry, sorry. I forgot that he was in it. Sorry. It... The answer, do you want to keep, do you want to guess Michelle? You guys want to just keep guessing forever? Sigourney Weaver. That's correct, Michelle. Oh. But I won't take the point because I guess she won't already. take the point. Oh. Very well, admirable. How did Very we get hand. all get so gracious? All right. <laughs> it's <know>. disgusting. <laughs> it's gross. Just kidding. I love it. Okay, guys. So drama slash musical. Who stars in the 1957 classic Twelve Angry Men? This is a multiple choice. Any pre-guessing, a la Matthew style? 
No. The multiples are Henry Fonda, Ed Harris, or Michael Douglas. Boop, boop, boop. I'm going to say right. Henry Fonda. That's correct, Fonda. Oh, nice. Uh-oh, Ryan's pulling into the lead, you guys. But it's still four, three to one. Horror sci-fi, everybody. Which man knew too much? Yeah, Multiple yeah. choice. Oh, but you don't need to. I think I know who it is. I think it's Bill Murray. Sorry. He, Sorry. The, he's the man who knew too little. Oh That's my right. God! What is wrong with me? <laughs> is it a multiple like choice? Is it, it a multiple is. choice? Okay. And it's so only a two, And it's only a two-person multiple choice. Was it? All right, Michelle, you're still back in it. You're still back in it. Yeah. You're too nice. You I was about to, to interject nice to that I know who the man who knew too little, and then. Yeah. All right. That's our generation, dude. We're fucking. We're children of the '90s. Yeah. I don't deserve okay. this. Okay, guys. Which man knew too much? Was it? Jimmy Stewart or Cary Grant? Oh, uh, How's it, they're like they're so interchangeable. Yeah, I really, I, uh, I, I'm gonna say what I hope it is. I like Cary Grant better, so I'm gonna say Cary Grant. Ooh, no, sorry. Oh, whatever. Fuck Jimmy Stewart. Hi, I just know tomorrow. Oh, wait. Is Jimmy Stewart, is Jimmy Stewart rear window? He is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all right. Unfuck him then. That's a pretty good movie. Boy, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> I'm coming. Okay. I got a bob leg. I got to look out this window. Witness a crime. Matt and Ryan, I'm going to make a sacrifice on the sake of the podcast. Go. I'm officially calling myself out on this game because I only have one point and I have no chance. So, for the sake of efficiency, it's between you two. I willingly withdraw my name from the competition, sirs, because I am not worthy of competing this evening. Because I feel wow. that you two. Thank you, but I definitely. don't. But I don't accept. So you're Ooh. still. You're, 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 you're <laughs> no. killing it. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the gesture, but you're back in. I want Sorry. it out. I want it out so bad. <laughs> Your powers of magnanimousness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sorry. that my charm would definitely get me out of that situation. Sorry. I think so fucking charming. All right. What are we doing? One more speed round? Right, yeah, what is it? What's the decree? In the category of comedy cartoon, how many times did Peter Sellers play Inspector Clouseau? Ding, ding, ding. It is a multiple choice. <laughs> In fairness, I how was I supposed to know? Wait, can I pre-guess? Yeah. I'm gonna say three. Mm. Michelle, Michelle, you wanna you wanna you wanna hear those numbers? Please, I'd love to. Four, five, or six. Shit. Can I go with four, please? The correct answer is six. In the category oh. Wow, I didn't know. I had no idea. That's so many times. I would have said like two. I would have said three, too. So I uh, know of yeah, I know I know three. Who plays, <laughs> I like this question. <laughs> Who plays the adventurous babysitter in Adventures in Babysitting? Who is Elizabeth Shue? No. No. Because we're correct. back here, Ryan. Yes, correct. Hi, <laughs> Jonan. Good night. In the category of drama musical, what 2015 film stars Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and. Meow, Brad meow, Pitt? meow, meow. 
Michelle. Oh, fuck. The big short? Correct. Damn, Michelle's running Great. away with it. All over this. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Michelle only needs one answer to tie the leader. Which film in the Mad Max franchise was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? Meow, meow, meow. Michelle? Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? The correct answer is Mad Max colon Fury Road. Ooh. And that does the first round of Super Speed Mash em Up round. Super right, Speed who's... Mash em Up round. Who's, who's next? Who's next? I'll do it. All Michelle, right. do you want to do it? I'll do it. I call Matthew. Matthew hey. will do it. Okay, guys, here goes. True or false? In the birdcage, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane pretend to be a straight couple. What, what, what? Ryan? True. That's true. Okay, guys, what Steven Seagal movie features him as a cook on a battleship? Meow, meow, meow. Michelle? Under Siege? Correct. Oh, I was going to say Under Siege, too. In drama musical, in Citizen Kane, what is Rosebud? Spoiler. Okay, Ryan. That's true. Okay, guys. You're sheepish about that one. I know. Or sci-fi. Oh, ooh, interesting. Okay. What 1978 remake stars Donald Sutherland, Jeff Goldblum, and Leonard... Ryan? Invasion no! of the Body Snatchers. Correct. Did I do that wrong? I feel like we were exactly Michelle, at the same time, I, Michelle. I think okay. I was too focusing on reading. I, I might have forgotten. I could have gotten that one wrong. And if I did, I'll um, there'll be a. Uh, no, guys, a it's okay. We're all we're all fair people. That's all right. Um, okay, it. that's the end of my reading. All right. All right. Here we go real quick. Uh, besides nuclear war, what does Austin Powers fear in his first movie? This is multiple choice. Ghost, carnies, or dogs? Ding, ding, ding. Matthew. Carnies? You are correct, sir. Hooray! Yeah, pick, pick the funniest nice. answer. That was a good instinct. <laughs> it is. Action adventure. In how many Superman movies did Gene Hackman appear as Lex Luthor? Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Matthew. Uh, one? Incorrect. Oh. It was multiple choice, though. Does I thought that mean it was Ryan a can... I think Ryan? It's, I think it's three. Yep. Oh, was he an alter? I don't know. Yeah. There oh, were, you know there were four no. Christopher Reeve Superman movies, and I forget which one doesn't have Gene Hackman. I was I was thinking you said Marlon Brando. I got I fooled myself. Oh. I fooled right. myself. What drama musical? What Martin Scorsese thriller cast Leonardo DiCaprio as 1940s federal marshal? Ding ding Teddy? ding. Yes, Matthew. The Aviator. Oh. Good answer, good guess, buddy. But no, that's not it. Oh darn. Who else can Ryan? What, do you Federal Marshal? What? What's his name? Teddy Daniels. Teddy Daniels. Um, is that what's the one that's not Shutter Island? Is it Shutter Island? You tell me, Ryan. Yes. Oh. Is it Shutter Island? You are correct. Oh, <laughs> Shutter Island. <laughs> All right, horror sci-fi. Okay. Who starred uh, in Hitchcock's Rear Window? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I love this. I hope you get it. Yes, Matthew. Our, we're going <laughs> to work out. We're going to catch this. It's all going to work out. Oh, yes. 
This I is the problem with asides is that you give away a future. <laughs> I wrote I wrote a poem for my dog, Johnny. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, please. You are correct, sir. And I, well, I you get an extra point for delivery, Matt. I'm I can't believe I unfucked you for this, Jimmy Stewart. Oh. <laughs> no. Ryan, you're gonna you're got a very gay fashion sense, Ryan. <laughs> All right, I, it's all I, gonna work out. I forgive it's you. It's a miracle. <laughs> oh, you said it here first from Jimmy Stewart. Yes, Matthew, Jimmy Stewart. I got a, I got a, I got a, okay, that's it. That's I'm done. <laughs> Who's this rope over here? <laughs> Wonderful life. <laughs> We're gonna get us all. We're gonna work this out. <laughs> I, love it. not, I don't think it's very good. Oh, it's a turning. I love job. it. There's nothing better. Nothing was better. that it? Or is there a? Is that the final question? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Ryan, big winner. Ah, yeah. thank you, thank you. Look at the fucking the fucking '90s Chicago Bulls. Am I right, Mister Fucking Knows the Answers to oh. the Movies? Dennis, Rod like Dennis Rodman. Rebound. I can never pull out of these damn things. It's like for me, always a bridesmaid, <laughs> never a bride. Uh -huh. I never get to win first place. I love second, but when I get second, but I'm all... Yeah, but think about how good it's going to feel when you get there. I know. I want to play like uh, the Hulk Hogan theme song when I do win my first one. Like, I am a real American. I'm going to have like theme song and everything when I win my first trivia. I heard that Hulk Hogan made like an appearance at some kind of wrestling thing recently, and he dressed as a pirate, and the fans Ooh. booed him, like <laughs> off the off the yeah. stage. Probably because of yeah, his he's well documented Florida. liberal use of the aforementioned N word. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, maybe I won't use that song. I won't use that as my victory song. Surely there will be other songs worthy. Like the, they should get the they should get all the n-word people to together they should put yeah hulk <laughs> can dog you clarify what you mean by that i think it's pretty clear all the n-word people dog, <laughs> dog. so just wait, gather you, them up are you dog saying we should get them the like on a big boat Hogan. oh no please no no just gather them all up put please them together no. uh <laughs> Kramer, <laughs> I literally, Kramer. I, can, I literally, I can't, I can't even, I can't even think of Kramer's name. Stanley Wadowski. Right. That's the one. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, All right, this there you go. Ben, another installment of your favorite podcast and ours, The Dirty Stayouts. Congratulations Ooh. on listening to it. <laughs> Likewise, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we hope you had as good of a time as we did, listeners. Have a great night. Bonsoir. Zane. See you. See you in the in the obituaries. Ah, was, <laughs> I was gonna say the funny pages, and I was like, I'll do my own little twist, but it ended up sounding more morbid than I meant it to. Uh, <laughs> did. Sorry about I that. Did. Whoops. The sports section. See you in see you in the horoscopes. In the oh, that's a, that was. A, 
Just end on that. That was a I'll see you, from I'll see you in this. I'll see you in the Sunday funnies. Damn I'm it. at you, you oh. blondie. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's another newspaper section? I'll see you in the uh, civics. Is that it? No. Uh, I'll, the I'll... Uh, page six, like, like the New York Post. There I'll you see go. you on yeah. page six. Hell yeah. Britney Spears up to her old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down. Break it down. That one was right from our our hearts. It was. I love it when we feel it. I can tell when we all feel it because it's just like a. Then the rhythm starts to pick up and we all actually start to sound good. Like I like I really want to put up like kazoo jams. I want to come up with a compilation called Kazoo Jams of our best work. <laughs> I'm I'm the brass section. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Why are you the brass section? <laughs> I have to. I gotta dig into your brain, man. Whenever you say something, it's because my it's because my my train whistle is made out of one hundred percent brass. Cool. <laughs> brass balls. Put the coffee down. <laughs>